Alright. Okay. Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Fire Teddy Den. <laughs> uh, this is fun because this would be our first episode na parang um it's just like ever since our reboot or uh the af- after the another introduction that I just recently posted. You know, it's very fun because we're doing this podcast or I am doing this podcast in an entirely different way. Or um in an entirely different um manner or style or shit, but you guys get the point. I already explained that on our another episode, another introduction rather episode. So yeah, but anyway, welcome back to the podcast, and this is our very first episode, wherein I will just be giving out my thoughts on. Medyo na frustrated kasi ako at the moment, and I just wanted to express it. Because even though it's summertime, and although I understand that siguro we're graduating na kasi for this degree that we are taking, so medyo uh, magiging busy talaga kahit summer. Still, parang, you know, before kasi every summertime, parang, mailalapag mo lahat eh. Parang gusto mo lang magliwaliw. And right now, parang hindi na possible yun. Even though you reminisce, reminisce whatever, that so much na parang, uy, gusto ko lang naman ng isang summer na tahimik. Gusto ko lang ng summer na makakapagpahinga ko. But unfortunately, since graduating tayo, the reality is that it seems as though that would not be possible for or at least for this time muna. So it's just very frustrating. Although it's reality, ilagay ko nga yun sa next episode natin. Uh, it's just, it do be like that. Parang ganun lang. We just have to accept it as that or like, we just have to accept it as is. Pero ayun, uh, wala tayong magagawa kasi graduating tayo. I just wanted to express my frustration. Valid naman. Siguro na, you know, we're being frustrated about this. But at the same time, of course, it do be like that. Parang <laughs> but anyway, um, today we're going to talk about something that I just wanted to express my views on. Uh, first of all, I just want express my frustration ko as an incoming fourth-year student of a particular school. Although, uh, my opinions ko dito, it's not about this particular school. About being a fourth-year student in general, uh, not as an attack at school. And uh, my thoughts siguro on issues. Baka nga maging politika. Hold on. I-complete ko muna yung thought na yun kasi I tend to uh, stop halfway on completing a thought tapos different thought agad. Anyway, so I just wanted to, to express my thoughts on then uh, thoughts as well sa issue ng K-12 and tertiary education. You guys would or you guys may probably hear some sounds kasi may nagtetext sa akin at the same time may notif. So, yeah. And uh, this episode, siguro magiging political tayo later on. So, if you do not want to hear a political podcast, uh, you are free to not listen to this episode. Also, since political to, this may be very sensitive or at least very argumentative since, again, political siya. So, please take note na this is not 100% correct. Lahat ng sasabihin ko if ever is just my stand on things and I may be probably wrong on some things 
and I am very open to be indicated or um, shed light upon grammar anyway so since I already stated this I just wanted to give my disclaimer for this episode again this podcast is recorded with spontaneity spontaneity and may include casual use of profanity moreover the views and opinions of the host do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the entities the host and the podcast is or are affiliated with the same views and opinions or the overall content of this podcast are also broadcasted without the intention to malign any groups, communities, or any natural or juridical persons or entities. Listening discretion is advised. Host may not be 100% correct and is open to be educated and shed light upon. Oh yeah, binasa ko yun. <laughs> but yeah, that's our disclaimer. Again, um... Para lang siyang discussion, guys. Hindi siya like 100% correct. You know, it's not encyclopedia. It's not a credible source. It's not a primary source of it. This is just to induce discussion or, you know, induce some thoughts or, you know, share some thoughts. So, in lang. So, let's start. Alright? Okay, so, first thing that we're gonna talk about. Meron kasi akong listahan dito ng ano, parang talking points that, you know, we guys could ponder on. <laughs> And our first topic would be thesis. Tang edang yan thesis. So um, well I have to be honest though. Yung thesis namin ngayon, although I don't want to jinx it, huh? Yung thesis namin ngayon parang mas um. Hindi naman hindi ko masasabing madale eh, pero parang mas flexible siya than before. Kasi before parang gumagawa kami ng research paper senior high school though. Hindi siya like thesis talaga eh. Pero our sa school kasi namin, parang every semester, meron kaming gagawing research paper. And um, oftentimes, it's just w- chapter 1 to 3 kasi walang time. Pero because of this, or uh, in line of this, parang kulang kami sa time lagi na parang nasanay kami nagahol gawin ng chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3. So, sa buong semester na yon parang we needed, for example, prelims pa lang. Kailangan mapasa mo na yung chapter 1 to 3. And sa finals, mapapasa mo chapter 4 to 5. So, di ba parang gahol? It's just 6 months time or like 5 months even. So, medyo gahol. And ngayon, parang uh, it's very different sa college kasi uh, sa case ko. Kasi, uh, for, uh, it turns out, hindi pala ganun ang, eh, hindi pala ganun ang case different students. Kasi meron akong isang best friend na uh, she's from other school. And apparently, Maganda yung ano sa kanila kasi yung research paper na ginawa nila to my understanding of what she kwentod kwentod uh, may research paper sila from last semester and itutuloy na lang nila unfortunately hindi uh, next year or next semester so hindi kasi ganun yung nangyari sa amin and tamin gawol kami ganyan and so parang uh, for me in my case medyo naluwagan ako on our on how our thesis is now Okay, again, hindi thesis yung before research paper lang and now ngayon thesis talaga. But for me, parang yung experience is just the same kasi chapter 1 to 3 and chapter 4 to 5, ganyan-ganyan. Uh, it's just the word na nag-iba. Pero again, again, I may be wrong. Pero in my experience kasi parang it's just the same. Pero ang difference lang is that itong thesis kasi parang mas lumawak yung time ko. Kasi sa isang semester, chapter... Uh, 
1 to 3 ang ipapasa mo. Isang semester yun. Unlike before, na parang yung 1 to 3 mo, chapter 1 to 3 mo, ipapasa mo within a term lang or within a half lang ng semester. So, it's just, for me, siguro medyo nagiging uh, flexible siya. Or again, I don't wanna jinx it kasi baka, oh shit, mas mahirap to next time. But yeah, um, hopefully, magtuloy-tuloy na ganun nga yung uh, pamamalakad or anything na parang it's very nice. Also, ito, uh, personal frustration. Hindi ko naman siya nire-regret. Pero, you know, uh, there's just things still na I feel na I just wanted to express na parang, ang ina, choice ko to eh. <laughs> parang ganun. Um, okay. Kasi iba kapag thesis or kapag research papers, oftentimes it's done by group. Siyempre, uh, ma- mahaba yung paper mo eh. Paghahatian nyo yan. And, Nasanay ako before na paghahatian talaga yung groups and uh, nasanay ako mag-delegate, nasanay ko gawin lahat pa rin still kasi uh, we often lead our research papers. Pero despite this though, meron naman tayong katulong na for example, secretary mo or like yung kanang kamay mo talaga in leading the research paper. So, medyo maluwag. etong eh, kaibigan nyo, bida-bida. <laughs> and tanga-tanga at the same time, gusto ko mapag-isa sa thesis. So, I decided to do my thesis alone. And, ayun, uh, uh, thankfully naman, nakapasa ko naman yung chapter 1 to 3 ng maayos. Hope, I, I got 1.75. Mataas ang 1 sa... Oh, shit. Anyway, wala naman. Mataas ang 1.75 doon sa school ko. So... Uh, it's nice siguro. It's not the best, pero it's nice siguro give for me ha, for me lang, not other other people or not to compare to other people. Uh, or someone na did his own research paper. Ang sa akin lang is that kulang, I'm self-aware na kulang talaga siya ng external uh, opinions. Kasi dati kasi kapag group, group thesis kasi parang meron kang um, may masasagap ka agad na immediate criticism or like immediate um, opposite thought. I cannot find the proper term. But like the immediate, um, yung tataliwas sa kung anong iniisip mo. So kapag mag-isa ka lang sa thesis mo, parang yung narrative mo lang or yung iniisip mo lang, yung masusundan, masusundin, masusundan mo unless your own brain can criticize your own shit. Which your own thought, which madalang lang mangyari yun. Kung may may isip kang, ay, baka mali ako, ay, baka mali ako. So, it's important pa rin to have an external person, di ba? Outside than your brain. And unfortunately, medyo parang wala ako nun dito sa thesis na to. And I am aware of that naman. Although, yes, merong advisors, ganyan-ganyan, it's not really that accessible, especially, it's not as accessible as your groupmates, di ba? So, ayun, um, Okay naman, we're doing good with our thesis. Pero ayun nga, parang siguro naguhulang na ako with that. And mas nahihirapan kasi ikaw lang ang gagawa ng lahat. Although, yung ha, how I lead my thesis or my research papers kasi before, gusto ko uh, in the name of or to secure, in the name of securing everyone's knowledge dun sa thesis paper na yun, lahat pinapagawa ko talaga ng part. Pero not necessarily buong part. For example, sa introduction, ganyan, statement of the problem, gagawa ka kahit tatlo lang. Ganyan. Pwede kong i-accept, pwede kong i-deny, pero at least kumawa ka. I don't need you to make a very detailed explanation nor shit. Kasi ipagtatagpi-tagpi ko and at the end, ako pa rin ang gagawa ng final paper natin. At least may ginawa kang part and alam mo yung part 
or meron kang idea sa SOP, may idea ka sa uh, objectives, may idea ka sa introduction proper, ganyan-ganyan. So, at the same time, other people have that uh, narrative as well. Hindi siya yung parang, for me ha, for me lang, kasi may ibang uh, approach ang ibang grupe. Eh. So, na okay lang din naman. Pero sa akin kasi, parang hindi sa akin okay na, for example, this person A will make the introduction, person B will make the SOP, person C will make the research objectives, respectively. Kasi, hindi alam ni person B yung ginawa ni person A. Kailangan niyang basahin. Hindi rin alam ni person A yung ginawa ni person B or ni person C. So, at least, kapag meron silang each ginawa per subtopic or subpart, meron silang idea on how it went or on what was putted, putted, what was put in the final paper or the draft, diba? Parang, yun yung for me, ha? So, pero in a way, in this type of approach kasi, as the leader, hindi naman sa, inaangat ko yung sarili kong bangko, as the leader, nasanay ako na, pagtagpi-tagpiin lahat these parts, kahit sobrang overwhelming information, parang ako yung naging filter of these information, tapos isi-synthesize ko siya into one draft. So, in a way, parang siguro nasanay ko rin siguro yung sarili ko. I'm feeling ko I'm buhating. I'm buhating my own bangko right now. <laughs> Pero, ayun. I, I think you guys understand naman na, ayun, parang, hindi naman, in a way na, hindi hindi, hindi parang inaangat ko talaga yung sarili ko. Ha? Uh, it's just, okay. For me, parang, nasa, because of this approach, parang nasanay ako na, gumagawa talaga ng paper, mag-isa. Uh, parang itong mga groupmates ko, parang sila lang rin yung nag-research. And I also do research, pero ayun, more on coherence. Naglalagay rin ako research, especially kapag kulang para ano. And hindi lang siya like ano, kasi gumagawa rin ako ng sarili kong part. Yung sarili kong part, more than this, nagtatagpi rin ako, more than this, nag-fill in the gaps din ako. So, uh, you know, parang it's so much things on one plate. So, siguro, nagkaroon ako ng, uh, ayan, feeling ko, inaangat yung sarili ko. Parang, it's just, nagkaroon ng resiliency, siguro, or like, the threshold ng ano yung mahirap. Kaya, siguro, it's one of the things that is beneficial sa, dito sa pagiging one group, one person thesis ko. Pero, ayun, still, I cannot, uh, I cannot deny na mahirap pa rin talaga. Nahirapan ako, actually. <laughs> And I'm needing still some advices from other people. And I'm asking actually for some advice from other people, especially my best friend, dun senior high na naging uh, second hand ko rin or like naging co-leader ko rin in a way sa isang research paper kasi matalikin talaga siya. So, yeah. Um, hmm. Asa na ako? Medyo nawala ako kasi hindi ko siya nailagay sa ano ko eh, sa talking points ko. But yeah, that's the thesis part. Ah, ayun pala. I just wanted to say na hindi, for my groupmates, okay naman sa kanila actually yung ganun. Siguro it would not be okay for everyone. Pero fortunately, sa lahat ng mga naging groupmates ko, hindi ko alam kung naging authoritarian na. Or she, <laughs> and then, wala na lang silang sigurong choice to agree. Kasi ako yung mag-ano nung mag-lead ng paper. I don't know. Pero for them, as far as I know, Okay naman sa kanila kasi at least, ayun nga, may, th- may yung point ko rin is that they would have a hint or they would have an idea of what will be put 
sa final draft or sa rough draft namin sa research paper. So, sa kanila, okay lang din naman. Again, I do not require them to have an extensive or elaborated subpart naman. At least, meron kang nagawa. Kahit five sentences enough for me. Kasi, isipin mo, lima kayong groupmates. Or for example, lima kayong member sa isang group. Lahat yun, may mga five to ten sentences. Or like, at least, maximum five sentences. You, you would have twenty-five sentences maximum. So, dagdagdagan mo pa, parang ano, diba parang, meron ka ng paragraph sarili. So, yeah. And as possible, wag ka magdi-delete ng information kasi that's very crucial sa thesis. I know na iiwasan natin yung irrelevant information on you know so much in, or too much information. But still, magandang, hindi ako nagbubura. Nagsiset aside ako. Hindi ko siya buburahin. Yes, binubura ko siya sa paper. Pero hindi ko siya buburahin sa thought or sa notes or whatever. Kasi it's still adagdag information that could be helpful for your thesis. So, hindi ko sila bunubura. Mahirap magbura ng... Um, especially ng contribution ng another person. Kasi again, nag-exercise ng effort doon and pinag-isipan talaga nila. And siguro medyo irrelevant yung iba, pero still, they effort and nag-effort sila doon and hindi man siya mailagay sa final paper or sa rough draft. At least it was considered and or at least taken into mind or taken into consideration or taken into note, ganyan, as a side note or whatever or things that could probably help sa thesis and the latter part or in later part ng thesis nyo. But anyway, so yeah, hindi naman mahirap mag-delete sa thesis. Um, mag-omit and mag-set aside siguro, pero delete, no, don't do that. For me ha, hindi ako ginagawain kasi syempre respeto rin with your groups and you know, uh, I know we have for the sake of objectivity mag uh, omit tayo or shit, pero yeah, it's just a set aside lang natin. But anyway, feeling ko nag- maalis na ako sa topic ko. So, uh, yun lang naman siguro yung gusto kong sabihin regarding thesis. Medyo mahirap siya and medyo tanga-tanga ako siguro and um, that's probably not the best decision. Pero gusto ko rin kasi yung topic na ano kasi parang wala atang other people na interested sa topic na yun kasi parang different siya eh. It's not legal management kasi ako. So, medyo parang nagiging strictly business yung thesis ko for some reason. Wala nga siyang legal actually. I'm not sure. Pero, <laughs> I'm not sure thesis ko. Uh, yeah, it's feeling ko nga mayroon business na siya. And siguro hindi lahat interesado dun sa topic ko which is about startup businesses or startup company. So, ayun. Gusto ko rin talaga kasi yung topic ko. So, gusto ko mag-isa rin. Ayokong i-regret yung decision ko kasi as much as possible, I don't want to regret the decisions I make. Um, gusto ko pinag, uh, pinaninindigan ko kasi decision ko yun. Although there would be some thoughts or like what ifs or like dapat pala ganyan. Pero not regrets. Dapat pala is a regret phrase eh. Pero hindi ko naman siya pinagsisisihan. Nahihirapan lang siguro tayo pero hindi natin siya pinagsisisihan. Kaya natin to. Okay. Wow. May sarili tayong <laughs> motivation shit. Alright, so next, we're gonna talk about internships. Feeling ko tapos na rin naman na wala na ako masasabi about thesis. Feeling ko nasabi ko na lahat about sa thesis. I took 20 minutes talking about thesis. So, feeling ko that's good. Hold on. I'm just gonna check my messages kasi may dalawang badge and ayoko ng badge. Alright, that's just my friend. Okay, dun dun man. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, wala naman yung important shit. Isin mo na natin sila. So, next is internship. Um, as an incoming fourth-year student, aside from thesis, well, we hold on, sa thesis pala, may mga degree na ano, no? 
Tapos sa sila sa thesis nila or na-defend nila thesis nila, I don't know. Or if I, I'm, I may be mistake, uh, I, I may be wrong on this. May mga degree or may mga students na nagpo-post kasi ng thesis defended, eh pa fourth year pa lang sila. So baka yung thesis nila is third year. Oh, sana all. Kasi kami hanggang fourth year. So, <laughs> sumabay siya with our internship. And yung internship namin, legal and management, hiwalay. Dapat hiwalay yung magiging employer mo for legal, hiwalay yung employer mo for management. So, ayun, uh, 160 hours each and 320 hours total. So, that's like 20 days each, 40 days in total or whatever, more or less, ganyan. Uh, medyo mahirap kasi dalawang field and dalawang employer, dalawa, you will repeat the same process twice. Kasi, again, legal and then management. So, yeah, it's kind of like a different degree of difficulty or hirap. And meron din pala akong rant, but this is not an attack or anything. Just rant or vent. Pero later na siguro yun. Um, meron ako nasagap munang chismis. Ayun, sabihin ko muna yung chismis. <laughs> meron other, um, merong other course, or nai, merong other program na may sarili rin silang difficulty. I mean, I, I know naman na we have our own unique dif- difficulties. You know, parang different yung ano natin eh, programs natin, different yung ano, difficulties na ano. Pero ang cool lang, kasi yes, masasabi namin mahirap yung internship namin kasi dalawa yung employers na kailangan namin, dalawang field yung kailangan namin pasukin, ganyan, ganyan. Pero alam nyo, meron ako na sagap na chisme sa ibang program. Dami kong kwento before yung initial kwento, no? Or main kwento. Parang, For example, okay, I'm just going to say them, say it, kasi feeling ko it's harmless naman or whatever. Political science. No, political science, ay, we understand na it's politic, politics, hindi siya as illegal. Ang alam ko, this is not credible or verified ha. Siguro, alisin ko na lang our, ano, my name, or yung nabanggit ko school kanina. Um... Para just, you know, just for us to be safe. <laughs> Kasi, you know, we don't want libels here. Okay lang, matapang naman tayo. Pero yayo lang natin ang pagkakamali on our party member. <laughs> Iwasan lang natin yung liabilities. Anyway, um, politics sila. We understand the politics sila. Pero bawal pala talaga silang mag, ano, sa law. Any kind of law. Politics dapat. So, like, very strict sila sa requirement na... Yes, sa amin, for example, sa amin, yes, mahirapan kami kasi dalawang field. Pero sa kanila, mahirapan sila kasi sobrang strict sila and limited lang yung field na yun or concedingly. Or, um, you know, it's a reality. It's not the fault of anyone, but it's reality. Maliit lang yung field ng, well, malaki ang politics, pero ang makaka, hindi naman maliit ang field, um, ang makaka-benefit lang or ang, no, ang merong advantage, di benefit, may ang merong advantage kapag ganito yung structure, if for, for example, ng, um, it's just my thoughts ha, ng internship nila, is yung may mga connection sa government. Kasi medyo mahirap makapasok or makahanap siguro na, I don't know, I'm not there. So, hindi ko alam kung gano'y difficulty ng paghahanap ng government or polit- political affiliation or organization that, are, that is open or is offering internship opportunities, diba? Parang, 
for me lang ha, in my perspective, and I may be wrong on this, ang makaka-benefit lang dito, or like, hindi naman benefit, mali ako ulit dun. Yung may advantage talaga dito is those na meron connections. And then for, well, meron silang ano din, meron din silang parang um, regulation na bawal ang kakilala or whatever. Pero man, pwede naman mag-cross, ano, for example, kaibigan ko, may kakilala, ako may kakilala, pwede naman, okay, dito ka, ako dyan. Gets nyo? <laughs> Uh, yeah, bawal ayun, hindi naman bawal ang kakilala, bawal ang family ganun ganyan, bawal yung connections type primary connections. Pero yun, cross connections is still possible. Eh. So, you know, kung ang grupo mo is may connection, so you will be you will have an advantage over those people na wala. And it's just kind of sad, but it's reality. So, well, wala tayong magagawa kasi uh, the regulations and the requirements naman is very reasonable kasi political science sila. So, they have their own unique difficulty compared to us. Na sa amin, ang difficulty naman namin is separate ang legal sa management or sa business side. No, no. So, yeah, uh, medyo pangit ang pasok ng internship kasi ayun, thesis, group man or individual, meron ka pang internship na poproblemahin na dalawa. As far as we are concerned, dalawang field na kailangan mong applyan. So, Medyo nakaka-stress na talaga. Medyo stressful na talaga. So, yeah. It's just, hold on. Ititingnan ko lang kung sa mic pala ako nag, okay, sa mic naman ako nag, uh, ano, nagda, nagdadaldal na ako ng almost 30 minutes. 25, anyway. Hindi ko, hindi ko alam paano ko nakakaya magdaldal ng 25 minutes straight. But yeah, marami pa tayong pag-uusapan. Uh, meron pa akong actually rant. Ito yung sinasabi ko kanina. Parang meron akong rant. Gusto ko lang i-rant. It's, this is not an attack to anyone or any entity or whatever. Pero sana kung magbabagsa kayo ng ganito kabigat or like a major shit, sana hindi yung biglaan. Sana, although I know or we are aware before pa na mayroon talaga yun. Actually, hindi. Noong una, wala pa kami. Parang hindi pa namin ata alam eh. Like years ago na parang dito sa program meron ganito ganyan whatever kasi I don't know di, wala, wala siguro rin kasi kami kampakay pero yeah, parang bigla okay despite our prior knowledge or not what happened was for me ah, in my perspective parang nabagsak lang kasi siya so like nagulat kami or parang bigla na uy kailangan pa na naghahanap na tayo ganito ganyan kasi internship na ganito ganyan so on, hanggang November lang hanggang December lang so parang Hagol. Na parang uh, they could have warned us. They could have reminded us. They could have told us months, 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 even semester priors, semesters prior pa lang. So that everything would be, you know, kapag proper introduction or proper fade in naman ng may gagawin kayong something very mabigat, Uh, wala namang magiging problema. Pero kasi parang ngayon, uh, for example, yung requirements pa lang pre-internship, parang medyo nakakagulat na and medyo biglaan. Especially, for example, yung pag-require ng medical certificate. Although, alam naman natin na kailangan ng medical certificate. Yung scheduling or whatever, parang nagkaroon tayo ng problem or like, um, biglaan. Nagulantang kami, nagulantang maraming tao. So, medyo parang nakakagulat lang. So, it's not an attack or something. Uh, it's just very something or worthy ng 
rant. <laughs> Kasi of course nagulat ako. Personally nagulat ako. Hindi naman I mean alam ko na may internship talaga kami before pa pero parang nagising na lang ako na ah shit internship. Ito na. Parang boom internship. Nagigets niyo ba? I hope you're getting me guys. So siguro ang ano takeaway lang on this is that kapag may gagawin sigurong something major major especially if it's a requirement for something. It's a huge requirement for something. Siguro, maganda dapat yung fade in and fade out. Maganda introduction sa ganito ganyan. So that everyone would be prepared. Or, baka nag-overthink lang ako ngayon na feeling ko, akala ko gahol lahat. Pero, yun pala, ample time naman. So again, meron ako margin of error dito. But, yeah. I am open na baka meron ako margin of error. But still, the feelings are there. So if ever man, na siguro nag-overthink lang ako, well, nagkulang siguro sa pagre-reassure na chill lang guys kasi we have ample time alright kasi ngayon well cons- thinking about it no kasi 40, day, 40 days eh or 20 days each for example so we have like 5 to 6 months so siguro ample time nga indeed pero ayun syempre as a person or as a human being meron ka parang feeling na baka ano especially sa kapag lahat ng tao gumagalaw na parang mapapapressure ka eh na Ano, balit pa ako hindi? I'm, I'm, I'm just taking my time. I guess, no? Parang, hindi mo alam may pressure ko or not. But, uh, personally, hindi pa naman ako pressure Pero, the stress is there if you are gonna think about other things such as, yan, again, thesis, internship, and our next topic, recitations, or like, ano, especially legal management. Meron kaming recitations pa rin. Isipin mo rin yan uh, para mag-overthink. Pero yan, sana may reassurance or may you know, proper um communication line or proper um avenue. Like, ay, mali mga sinasabi ko. Communication na just chill lang. Hindi naman to nakakagulat siguro na bagsak namin. Pero you don't need to. Nagigets niyo ba ako? Anyway. So, yeah. Sana may ano lang. May like reassurance or like proper reminding na guys. You don't have to worry about it. We have ample time. Ulit-ulit na lang ako. Ano ko lasing? <laughs> okay, so next, ang topic natin would be recitations. Legal management students. So, we would still have um law classes. Hindi ko sinasabing, ano ha? Hindi ko sinasabing dapat wala na or shit. Although, please, joke lang. <laughs> um, yeah, meron ka pa rin law recitations. Meron ka pa rin recitations na bibigat. Meron ka pa siguro nga. Meron pang revalid up. Hope not. Please, hope not. Nakundawid tayo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so aside from juggling thesis, aside from juggling internship as well, meron ka pang recitation. Ito, recitations, very demanding kasi every week, every day, every hour you have to study. Every other may sound very OA, pero unfortunately, it's reality. You, ha- you really have to study sometimes every hour, especially if malapit na yung day ng recitation. Lagi kang, uh, lagi kang on deck kapag hindi ka pa tinatawag. So, yeah. Meron, aside from that, meron ka pa recitation. So, yeah. Ang dami na mainisip thesis, internship, recitation. And, uh, this is just an additional note. If hindi ka privileged na, for example, um, wala kang, uh, hold on. For, for example, your family is not well off. You would have a job kasi. You would be a working student. And kailangan mo yung pera na yun para makapag-aral. If you are gonna juggle thesis, internship, and the demanding or the heavy recitations, 
mabigat, especially sa mga working students. Kasi meron din silang job, part-time job. Some even full-time. Kasi gabi, ganyan, ganyan. Whatever. Eight, eight hours, ganyan. Eight hours sa ano? Eight hours din sa... So, wala talaga silang tulog. Meron ako nakilala. Nausap. Ako nandiyan. Joke lang. <laughs> working student siya. Full-time. So, sabi ko, hala, kailan ka natutulog? Ako kasi working ako, pero freelance. So, anytime I want, I can do my work. And, you know, wala akong specific deadline. Kasi parang ako yung sarili kong boss. Ganyan, ganyan. And, you know, it's just me. Freelancing. Kung kailan, kailangan ko ng pera, ganyan. <laughs> pero siya kasi, parang full-time siya. Medyo mataas na rin kasi siya sa position niya, which I really asked on him for that. Pero ngayon magka-away kami, charge joke lang. Uish. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> siya full-time student siya. And sabi ko sa kanya, hala, kailan ka mag, kailan ka natutulog? Eh di wala kang tulog niyan. Kasi, tinatry kong isipin, tinatry kong i-grasp yung everyday shit niya. Nag-aaral siya. Tapos, ang tapos ng ano niya siguro gabi. Tapos gabi, immediately magsa-start yung shift niya. Tapos on-site pa siya. So, sabi ko, tang ina, kailan ang tulog mo? Minsan, wala daw siyang tulog. And minsan, on kailan, wala siyang parang sleeping pattern. Anytime na makakatulog siya, matutulog siya. So, grabe, ang hirap nun. You know, ako ay ma working student, pero sinasabi ko, feeling ko, hindi ako sobrang working student kasi to classify myself as a working student pero freelancer. Hindi ko naman sa like ina-invalidate sa mga freelancers din na other people ha, sa akin lang. To classify myself as a freelancer or na working student. Parang hindi siya fair for those students na part-timers or full-timers na sobrang nahihirapan talaga. So sabi ko, wala working student pa ako or f- nagiiinarte lang ako ganyan. Gets niyo ba? Although I need also the money, you know, to finance my needs, my needs not my wants. Also my wants, pero mostly my needs. Still, it's it for me it doesn't equate to the difficulty ng working students talaga na part-time full-time. So, sabi ko, wow. Sobrang alam mo, alam niyo guys, working students gains my fucking respect talaga kasi man ako, feeling ko na-stress na ako sa buhay kung dami kong ginagawa. Even as a freelancing, working student, ganyan-ganyan. Dami kong ginagawa, sobrang na-stress na ako ever since. Ever since academic or yet pa tayo, junior high school, senior high school, sobrang stress at araw-araw. Pero, I cannot fathom how much, fathom, wow, ng, ay, ay, gumamitay ng malalim na word. I cannot fathom how much or how difficult it is for full-time or part-time working students. So, they earn my fucking respect talaga. They earn my fucking respect. I cannot emphasize that enough. So, round of applause for them. Wow. Okay, you know, I just wanted to give them the spotlight because it's very worthy. Sobrang galing. Sobrang galing. So, yeah. I really respect them so much. But anyway, so going back to our topic, medyo lum- humiwalay na tayo. Ayun, ang dami nating isipin, recitation, internship pieces, tapos kapag working student ka, your, your job, so sobrang suntok na to, Lord. You might want to think na may i-improve kaya yung gantong sistema. Kasi this is a system eh. Hindi natin mafo-fault yung isang entity, hindi natin mafo-fault yung isang something. This is a system. Hindi lang tayo ang nakakaranas nito. Maraming students ang nakakaranas na ganito. So, of course, I, I, we understand na may difficulty talaga in all things. And difficulty and challenges builds a person. We understand that. Pero again, uh, hindi naman again. Pero, you know, in reality or when you think about it, 
it's not the ideal thing. Yes, we should welcome challenges, we should welcome difficulties. Pero, if we can improve something, we should improve something. So, it's, yun, yun yung uh, point ko sa not ideal. Uh, if we can improve a system, we should improve the system. So, eto, medyo magiging parang feeling ko political na tayo. Wow, half 30 minutes natin political. Feeling ko, this is something that is wrong with our education system. Kung bakit sobrang, ano, sobrang, like, hirap, sobrang hindi siya, ano, for students. Although, I, again, I cannot emphasize how important it is to note na challenges or, you know, pressure build diamonds. Ganun nga sabi nila, di ba? <laughs> Pero, yeah, uh, okay, kasi as a student leader ever since, I always wanted the system to be better for the students. Kasi sobrang hirap na to for the students. Minsan nga even, napapansin ko rin, even the professionals, even the educators themselves, our respective educators, nahihirapan din sa gantong sistema. Kasi hindi lang students ang nagkocomply sa deadlines, pati educators natin, even the people above them. So, wala tayong mafo-fault na isang tao, wala tayong mafo-fault na isang entity. It is a system. So, we hope na, okay, ito na nga reservations ko. Feeling ko medyo lumalayo ako sa point ko eh. Basta, you guys get the point. It's a, it's a system na sana we can improve. Okay, ito kasi yung um, point ko. I understand na, uh, <laughs> feeling ko pa ulit-ulit ako. So, let me just get straight to the point. Yung fourth year P, yung fourth year dapat ng college. For me lang, ha, I may be wrong on this. Parang ito na dapat yung, okay, sa story ng isang novela, di ba we have the upper, ah, tama, rising action, we have the introduction, rising action, climax, and then the parang cool down. Anong tawag doon? I forgot the stage na yung, basta yung after the climax. Di ba climax, pinaka-peak, tapos ba, bilang bababa. For me, dapat ganun din yung fourth year. Eh. Dapat yung third year, yun yung, yung climax talaga ng ano yung, dun talaga warla na yung, ano na, dun ka na nagkipaglaban for your degree. And then your fourth year, parang dun na lang mo tinatapos lahat. Your thesis, tinatapos mo na. Parang, you know, hindi naman siya ganun ka-chill siguro, pero it's not as, competitive or it's not as difficult as the third year. Hindi na sinasabi kung third year, mahirapan dapat. But like, it's not, ito na dapat yung closing part ng ano, ng, uh, ng degree or ng uh, student uh, college life mo. So, you know, sana, pero parang feeling ko kasi lahat na bagsak sa fourth year. So, uy, ganito mo yun. Di ba pwedeng, tamang distribution lang sa years. <laughs> Tapos, pinaka-challenging na yung third kasi yun na yung climax or like, yung warla shit. Nagigets nyo ba ako? I'm not like, putting it in a year or whatever. Lahat dapat, hindi dapat sa fourth year, lahat laban na lahat, lahat sa third year. Hindi. Parang, parang proper distribution lang. Parang ganun. Nagigets nyo ba ako? Wow. Parang, parang kung si ano. Nagsalita. <laughs> But yeah. So, um, aside from this, alam nyo ba? Ito. Ito yung mag- Ito yung... Okay. Doon sa previous point ko, I don't know if I'm making sense. Pero, yan. Parang yun lang. Parang, sana hindi lahat nabagsak sa fourth year. That's just my plain point. Sana hindi lahat nabagsak sa fourth year. Sana tamang distribution ng mga other years. And, yeah. Aside from this uh, rant or like point or topic, 
alam niyo ba, feeling ko our college um, system or ano, whatever, could be better. If, alam niyo ba, uh, hold on, I don't, uh, I'm finding ma- the proper terms for this. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, I may be wrong on this again kasi hindi uh, ko siya as in a fact check. I know it siguro as a fact but it's not 100% as a fact siguro. But anyway, sasabing ko na lang. Alam niyo ba, if I'm not mistaken sa Europe, ang undergraduate nila is 3 years. 3 years to 4 years. 4 four years. 3 years to 4 years. 4 years din yung sa atin, di ba? 4 years to 5 years, ganyan-ganyan. Pero alam niyo ba, if I'm not mistaken sa... Europe is three to four years. Kasi college, if I'm not mistaken for them, is a development, ano na, meron ka ng sarili mong niche. May, alam mo na yung sarili mong career eh. Okay, kasi, of course, college, namimili ka na ng program mo, legal management. Pag, for example, legal management, mag-aaral ka ba ng calculus? Hindi ka mag-aaral ng calculus kasi hindi na yun yung field mo. Nag-guess nyo, parang may sarili ka ng field eh. May sarili ka ng career, may pinili ka ng career, may panili ka ng program. So, sa college nila, parang doon na lang sila nag-focus development mo as a person on that particular program. Unfortunately, dito sa Philippines, this is a political statement. This is a political topic, so it can be very sensitive and argumentative. Again, nag-disclaim ulit ako. Dito sa Philippines, parang it's not the case, eh. Of which I am very disappointed on. Kasi tingnan nyo, ang nakastructure ang, ang tertiary education natin as yung first year, second year mo siguro may mga gen ed subjects ka. And then third year, fourth year, nandun na yung mga major subjects mo. Lahat ng mahihirap na ibagsak ng third year to fourth year. Although mahirap din naman siguro mga gen ed subjects, I understand. Pero dapat, nagigets nyo ba yung point ko? Okay, ang point ko lang is that, hindi... College should be the phase wherein you are developing na on your particular program or career path. And hindi naman sa tinataboy ko na yung idea na magkakaroon tayo ng general education subjects, pero meron tayong senior high school eh. Meron tayong prior studies for that. So bakit nailagay pa rin natin siya sa college? So, yun lang ang ano ko, um, ang reservations ko on this. Actually, meron topic ata before na should Filipino subject be not be matanggal din sa college. And actually, yung stand ko dun before is that it shouldn't be tanggalin sa mga college. Ano, kasi it's still Filipino. Kasi, ayun, parang a lot of uh, students should still learn Filipino and lit- literature, Philippine literature. And hindi dapat siya tinatanggal kahit anong program ka uh, nandoon. Kasi Pilipino ka pa rin. Yun ang stand ko before. But unfortunately, even considering that point, I would have to change my stand now. Kasi, mas nagiging ano sa akin yung point na we have our whole life dedicated for that. Unless our whole life education is not effective as it as it was intended to be. Na parang wala ka talaga natutunan sa Filipino din. Okay, hold it. Na, na medyo parang nawala ko. And gets nyo, parang na, I nag-change yung standing ko dun. Kasi for me, ang naging important na point sa akin is that college should be focused on developing your chosen, uh, you as a person on your chosen program or career path. There's no uh, there's no space na dapat for general 
education or for things that we could have learned during our prior studies, such as, for example, senior high school, junior high school, and elementary. So, kapag isisiksik mo pa siya, for example, sa tertiary education, so, ano, wala tayong natutunan ng elementary, junior high school, and senior high school? Nagigats nyo pa? And, uh, yan, again, I have the point before na nung, ano, kabat, medyo earlier days na sa, sabi ko, di dapat tinatanggal yan sa programs kasi Pilipino ka pa din. I, nag-iba yung point ko kasi pwede natin pa rin siya. The, the main point here or the most important thing here is not omitted eh, which is learning the Philippine culture, the Philippine literature, of which we could have learned out on our prior studies, not just in our college. So, for me, hindi pa rin ako, hindi ako as in nagtanggal ng um, stand ko dun, but the fact lang na ita, i, siguro nag-change lang yung standing ko on whether or not should be put sa college students, kanyan, or college education. Pero hindi natatanggal yung standing ko doon na kailangan pa rin sa pag-aralan. It's just that hindi lang siya dapat sa part ng college na. Dapat nakafocus siya on elementary, junior high school, and senior high school. Kasi college natin uh, is for um, bettering ourselves na in our specific fields. So, uh, if ever man dapat ginawa natin na ganito, siguro, alam nyo, feeling ko magiging 3 years na lang or 3 to 4 years na lang talaga yung ano natin eh. Kasi wala ka ng general education subjects. And general education subjects for me could be put sa senior high school. Okay, wait lang. Para maayos yung organization of thoughts natin, susundin ko na yung um, talking points natin. Okay? So, like, nahanda akong talking points. We have the issue of K-12 curriculum. So, um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm really not, uh, kasi sobrang busy, I'm really sorry. Feeling ko matatanggal or marirevoke yung license ko sa ano. Hindi na ako kasi masyado nakaka-ano sa news, nakaka-follow sa news kasi sobrang busy talaga and this, that's my bad. Pero, uh, to my, if I'm not mis- uh, if I'm not mistaken, merong issue tayo, natatanggalin daw ang K-12 kasi it's ineffective daw. Of which, for me, is really not a good thing. Kasi nandiyan na yung K-12, na-implement natin K-12. And ever since, feeling ko maganda talaga ang K-12. Mali lang talaga or it's not just very well implemented. Kasi ayun, for example, let's start with the um, ned, uh, subjects. Ah, hold on. Mamaya natin, uh, tatalon ako ng topic, pero madadaan na naman natin topic later on. Let's just follow the talking points. So first, why K-12 is a good thing? Bakit ayokong tanggalin ng K-12? Ayan. Bakit ayoko? Issue of K-12. Napunta na tayo sa topic ng K-12, guys, from the uh, systematic problem addressing of the systematic problem, whatever. Okay. So, why K-12 is a good thing? First, it makes people job ready. So, ang um, if I'm not mistaken, ang um, number one reservation sa K-12 before is it's not it's anti-poor kasi dagdag um dagdag level or dagdag pasanin sa mga magulang especially in terms of tuition. In my perspective ha, in an ideal world or if this K-12 curriculum or the spirit of the implementation of or the 
uh, objective of K-12 curriculum is properly implemented, it wouldn't be anti-poor. In fact, um, magiging pro-poor siya. Kasi, nagiging anti-poor lang siya now. Kasi, nagiging essential or required sa atin yung college education. When, in fact, college or tertiary education shouldn't be required as in especially for starting or entry level jobs do you guys get me nagiging rec- nagiging anti-poor sa atin uh, if for me ha nagiging anti-poor yung thoughts ng yung thought ng or concept ng K-12 kasi for Filipino or for the Philippine setting required ang college education for you to have a stable job so may plus 2 na level na pagbabayaran or babayaran pa pero alam nyo, if na-implement naman tong maayos K-12, you would have, in an ideal world ha, if everyone ma-implement talaga siya ng maayos, kanyan, hoping na ma-implement siya mataayos, or if everyone ma-implement siya maayos, hopefully, you wouldn't need a college education to have a job or to have an entry-level job kasi you had a senior high school na. You, you were under K-12 na. So, yung plus 4, parang kumbaga, hindi siya magiging plus 2, but bla, hindi siya magiging plus 2 na senior high school. Ay, hindi. May, medyo confusing yung kapag ganun path yung pinasok ko. In a way, parang, for example, in a good, in a good society or in a good world or universe, whatever, na maganda yung ano ng K-12, hindi mo nakakailangan or hindi mo, you would not deem college education as required na. Kasi, magkakaroon ka ng entry-level job kapag ka, kasi under K-12 ka. So, bali, gugustuhin mo na lang yung college education if you want to, um, if you want to, what do you call this, progress dun sa sarili or sa napili mong job na talaga sa entry-level job mo, ganyan-ganyan. If you want to progress on that, then you go, you can go ahead and choose to take college education na. Especially if you can afford it kasi meron ka ng job and hindi na yung, hindi na talaga nakapasan sa magulang mo. So that would, or that should have happened kapag, uh, that this could have happened or I think would have happened or should have happened if ever man, ma- ano yung kay 12 It's not anti-poor. Makakatulong nga siya actually. Kaso, ang problema is that it's poorly implemented. Na, okay, we're going to tackle it later. Uh, meron tayong subpart for that na bakit parang hindi siya, hindi, nag, hindi nag-work si K-12 now. Which is very sad. So, yeah, one thing why K-12 is a good thing is that it makes it should have, it should be making students job ready na agad. Pag nakatapos ka ng grade, grade 12, pwede ka nang magkatrabaho. Pwede ka nang magkaroon ng entry-level job that can give you assistance now on your finances. That could give you in a good universe. That could have give you na support for your family, for your further education or studies. You would have a job na. Meron ka nang magkakaroon ka na rin ng experience, 'di ba? Hindi mo na kailangan ng college education. Magkakaroon ka na talaga agad ng experience that could help you progress further in your job or in your life. So, it makes or it should be making people job ready. That's why K12 
12 is a good thing. And tertiary education, ayan, nakalausulat kasi, tertiary education is optional for blue-collar jobs. So, yeah, ang, magiging, ang tertiary education magiging, ano na, required na lang yan for you, siguro, if you want to be higher dun sa job mo, or you know, you want to be promoted, or you want to take on uh, higher roles, if ever. Pero it's not re- it's not a requ- requisite na to, for you to have a job. Kasi yun yung, mag- yun yung problem natin na we. Maraming nakatapos ng K-12 na walang trabaho kasi pag-usapan natin later. So, yeah. So, yeah. Again, ulitin ko for the third time or second time, whatever. K-12 is a good thing kasi it should be making people job-ready or students job-ready. Also, for example, ang natpiling career path ni student is medyo mabigat na kailangan talaga ng college. For example, um, architecture, ganyan, if I'm not mistaken, engineering, kasi syempre, you know, babibigat yan. Ano yan, eh? building, for example, a, li- a, a, a lot of things is, ano, mabigat talaga siya. So, of course, kapag mga gantong career, kailangan talaga ng college education. Hindi siya yung parang type of, ano lang, na parang, hindi naman sa binababa ko or set, hindi siya yung type of, ah, uh, jobs na for entry level in a way parang eto kailangan kasi talaga ng professional background or like may pinag-aralan talaga ng college program specifically designed for that for example yung architecture so K to 12 is a good thing in a way na it prepares these students na magte-take on ng mabibigat na an talaga na programs or ng career for college kasi again yung point natin earlier is college is development and K to 12 curriculum is designed for them to prepare for college. Okay, first, yung age. Before nung wala pang K-12, isipin mo, if I'm not mistaken, mag enter ka ng college mo at 20 years old, 21 years old, so napaka-bata mo pa, in a way. Hold on. Hindi, actually, hindi 20, ano, 18. If I'm not mistaken, 18, 19. Papasok ka ng uh, first year, hold on. Meron akong listahan dito ng ano eh. Okay, pumasok ako ng grade, hold on ah, ah wala palang age to. Anyway, basta parang 18, 19, papasok ka ng college mo, isipin mo, wala ka pang muwang nun. 18 ka palang, 10 years old, 10 years old, you're still a teenager. So, if meron tayong wait to 12, papasok ka ng college ng, hold on, 24, ano, 22 ako ngayon, plus 3 years, 20. 19. Pumasok ako sa college ng 19. 19-20. So, there's extra. Okay, ang point ko lang dito is that you would have an extra years to ano. Kasi isipin mo, no, local, for example, local school ka ng junior high mo. Junior high school, ah. Local school ka. Malapit lang sang sa bahay mo. College. Bigla kang magka-college. Bigla kang lilipat na ng Manila for a university or like lilipat ka ng syudad or ng bayan for a university or college compared dun sa ano na nakakasanayan mo nalalakad mo lang natutricycle mo lang parang malaking step siya and ayun nga yung aside from that yung thought na kailangan kapag college alam mo na yung career mo kasi di ba maraming nagsi-shift first year two years ganyan ganyan so kapag may K to 12 parang magkakaroon na sila ng idea senior high school pa lang kung ano yung magiging career niya kasi kapag wala K to 12 parang okay after grade 10 kailangan alam mo na anong program kasi yung programs are designed 
parang ayun nga for example legal management kay hindi ka makakapag-aral ng calculus na for example so nagigets niyo ba parang meron ka na meron ng sampal sa na okay kailangan alam mo na yung program mo so when ang K to 12 one of the benefits of K to 12 is that you would see or you would test out waters na of which career path or which um uh, programs na or like fields are you going to take through the K to 12 strands STEM, UMS, ABM and uh, sa, K- sa K to 12 sa senior high school although mahirap, yes but it's not much of a change kapag mag-shift compared to tertiary education for example from accountancy ay from legal management to accountancy legal management to architecture sobrang laki ng leap compared for example ng senior high school na medyo mas general pa yung pag-aaralan nyo medyo parang introduction pa lang into specifics ganyan-ganyan for example STEM to UMS UMS to ABM ganyan-ganyan although yes magkakaiba na siya still senior high pa lang naman at least dun dun mo na nalaman na ah okay feeling ko mas ano ko sa STEM rather than nasa college ka na na nasa legal oh, feeling ko hindi ako for legal management dapat architecture ako sobrang laki ng tatalon mo mas magandang nagawa mo siya ng senior high school. Kesa, yun lang sa akin na, mas magandang nagawa mo siya ng senior high school kesa nagawa mo siya ng college. So, that's one of the benefits for me of K-12. Na senior high school pa lang, it will help you na have a clearer view of what you wanted to take or what which career you wanted to have or to take na to take on. Although, it's not 100% guaranteed, meron talang mga students na kahit mag-senior, nag-senior high sa college, mag-shift pa rin. Still, it lessens the overall, uh, you know, siguro statistics ng shifters sa from sa college. Kasi senior high school, dun pa lang nila na-test na waters na, ah, okay, baka for this strand or for other field pala talaga ako, hindi ako for science or for, you know, their chosen field, initial chosen strand respectively. So yeah, it prepares people for college. Yun yun sa age, baka too young, sa career path din. Uh, yeah, K-12 is beneficial kasi yun, it dagdags, it dagdags two years. So hindi tayo masyadong bata pa to decide watch career na agad na itatake rin natin. Hindi na rin tayo overall or generally bata para mag-take on ng major decisions. And yeah, senior high school is a good place for error, not college. And ayun, again, hindi ko naman sa ina-encourage ko yung error, but still, mas mag- uh, uh, mas versatile or flexible na mag-shift in senior high school than mag-shift in college. So, next, preparation for college in terms of the subjects. Ito yung parang sinasabi ko earlier. In a good universe or in an ideal universe, yung general education subjects natin natanggal na sa college, lahat na sa senior high na. Kasi although yes, meron tayong uh, respective fields sa senior high, again, it's still an introduction pa lang sa college. So there, we can put our general education. Kasi parang ang nangyayari kasi ngayon is for example, um, hmm, ano bang problem? This is not to offend any professors. This is not to offend any subject educators or shit, ha? I'm just going to take an example. Okay, for example, English. Okay, for example, English. Lit- English or literature, ganyan. Nagtake ka ng literature or English literature 
sa senior high school. And then, ititake mo ulit siya ng college. Parang, I understand na meron tayo parang level ata ng, yung alam niyo yung reiteration ng topics for you to learn talaga about that certain topic. Pero, again, nasa college na tayo eh. For example, um, okay, ano bang ano? For example, fishery, forestry, yung program, yung program mo sa college. English literature, Anong connect nun? I mean, yes, it could have some connection siguro. Pero, nagagets nyo ba yung importance? Parang, we could have taken that in senior high school. And ngayon, may mga instances na natitake talaga natin yung general education subjects sa senior high school and uulitin natin sa college na natin. Parang, minsan, may isip, and, and medyo may uh, reasonable, eh, may pinagagalingan din naman, minsan may isip ng estudyante, anong kinalaman na nito sa, ano ko, sa program ko, di ba? Parang, for example, certain someone lang yan. Buhay ng certain someone. Pag-aaralan mo ulit engineering yung course mo. When you could have learned about the certain someone's history or background or life when you were in elementary, junior high school, then senior high school. So, bakit kailangan pandalhin ng college? When sa college mo, it should have been focused now on developing you as a person on that particular field na. Nagets Hindi ko naman sa ini-invalidate yung life or of this specific person. But we have our full life. We have our full prior studies to conduct that, to learn that. Why why do it also now? Parang yun lang yung point ko. Na parang, ayun, for developmental for me, studies yung college. Eh. So, bakit nandun pa yung general education subjects? May, may pinagagalingan if ever man magtataka mag, yung mga student. Sa pag-aaralan namin to ng senior high school, bakit pag-aaralan natin ulit ng college? Wala na siyang kinalaman sa program ko or sa career path ko. So, ayun, parang for me lang. Sana yung subjects, if ever, is that natatanggal na general subjects or general education subjects, hindi na siya, na, wala na siya sa college. Kasi again, we have our full or we have our, uh, we have our, we have years of prior studies for to conduct that. Why also included in college where we could have just focused on our program that we are taking. So, ayun lang. That's just my reservations. Pero, yeah. Uh, again, K-12 is a good thing kasi it prepares for college, including sa subject na yun. Kasi, senior high school or K-12 could take you or can make, can make you take general education subjects na. So, that's uh, sub, sa college natin, hindi na tayo magdetake ng general education subjects and mag-focus na lang tayo sa program natin or sa kar- sa or uh, sa career path natin. So, yeah, hindi ko naman sa like in-invalidate. Ha? Again, it's just proper distribution or proper like planning. Para hindi na ulitin or shit, whatever. So, yeah, it's a preparation for college. And in this way, siguro, magagandang magiging 3 years na lang talaga yung college natin and it's not gonna it's gonna be more flexible or versatile especially for those underprivileged families if na gusto pa rin mag-college especially those na gustong mag-take ng um ano natin ng mas heavier roles or you know career paths na kailangan talaga ng college education it would be more flexible as well for them kasi 3 years na lang rin 
and napunta na kumpaga na consolidate na sa senior high school or sa K-12 and our prior studies those na hindi na ka natin need itake sa college so that's just one of my reservations so why I think ato naman why I think K-12 is kind of failing siguro na it naabot tayo sa point na parang kailang may motion na or may movement na tanggalin ulit siya which for me sobrang sayang personally I, feel, I just feel like super sayang talaga First is poor implementation, unfortunately. Kasi, ayun, parang, um, yung ano pa lang eh, yung uh, systems pa lang natin, number of teachers, number of available classrooms, number of uh, no, effective systems or good education systems to support something major as K-12, parang kulang talaga for implementation of K-12. Kaya bakit din? K-12 is failing. Next, uh, nalagay na lang natin siya sa how. So, yeah. One, why K-12 is failing? K-12 is good, but it's failing or it's not properly done well for me kasi, ayun, again, poor implementation of what or of what is K-12 and what it should have been or what it should be for me. So, next is, it's not respected. Feeling ko mali yung terms ko dito, pero term of saying ko or terms or use of words ko dito, but not respected. Poor government intervention. Meron tayong K-12, pero hindi siya na re-respeto. For example, ayun nga, yung kaninang point natin. Dapat kapag graduate ka ng K-12, hindi na siya re- uh, hindi na required ng college education for you to have an entry-level job. Pero, reality ngayon, for example, cashier, For example, bagger sometimes. For example, uh, yung assistant sa, ano, you know, entry-level jobs. Kailangan ng degree. Kailangan ng degree. When, if maganda ang implementation and good education ng K-12, and may natututunan talaga mga bata dun under K-12, hindi na kailangan ng degree for a cashier role or for, hindi, again, hindi sa binababa ko, it's an entry-level job. Hindi na, needed ng college education for entry-level jobs. It would be more flexible for them and it would help them have a job na that can help them you know, to learn, ay, to, 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 to support themselves financially and to support their family and to support, again, their further, edu- their further education or studies. So, unfortunately, why K-12 is failing is not is that it's not respective. respected. Ngayon, kahit graduate ka ng K-12 curriculum, kahit graduate ka ng grade 12, for example, mag apply ka ng, in reality, pag mag apply ka, for example, na entry-level jobs, such as, for example, cashier, hinihingian ka pa rin ng college education. So, para saan pa at nag-K-12 ka? Magka-college education ka, na, ka pa rin pala kasi nire-require. Diba? So, parang poor government intervention, there should be, I don't know if meron na ha, But if wala pa, there should be a gov- uh, there should be a mandate or there should be a f- uh, a government intervention na dapat hindi na ganun. Dapat accessible na for college or for senior high school students yung mga entry level jobs. Ngayon, some people may argue na actually accessible naman ni. Eh. Mahir- accessible naman ni eh. Ganyan-ganyan. Pwede naman mag-apply. Hindi lang talaga nag-a-apply or whatever. 
still, it's not widely known. It's not widely practiced. It's not widely... Ge- in general, kailangan pa rin talaga ng college education in terms... Bago mag-apply, parang yun pa rin ang confidence level para matanggap ay college education ka. So, because of this confidence level, or for example, gantong practice na mapaprefer yung college education, may etsa pwera yung mga... Walang hindi gayang mag-afford ng college education and nakagraduate ng K-12 at gusto ng trabaho. Parang, kasi syempre... Ano bang laban nun? For example, sa may college education, di ba? So, that's an entry-level job. May prefer mo pa rin yung may college education. Anong laban ng mga, anong laban ng mga K-12 graduates pa lang? Di ba? So, dapat merong government intervention na magmamandate sa mga corporation, may mga magmamandate sa businesses na entry-level jobs, if necessary or as much as possible, hindi, in a good universe, hindi na need ng college education for it or for jobs to be accessible for our recent graduates ng K-12 na walang capabilities yet to have further education such as tertiary education or college education. Diba? Yun lang for me. B, or make, sana may government or intervention for jobs to be more accessible sa mga objectives ng senior high school ay ng K-12 to be more realized or to be more effective or, you know, yeah, realized. Para marirespeto natin yung objective talaga of what K-12 is for. Sana may action din from the government, not just the scholarship or the vouchers. Kasi yes, maganda siya. Pero hindi lang, da- hindi lang yun ang magandang government intervention to support the K-12 and its objectives. So, that, with this leads us to how, siguro, ito for me, ha, hindi ko sinasabing ako yung tama or ako yung sundin. Ito lang yung what I think. How or why, or how do, how can we make K-12 successful? First, again, yung sa minor subjects, i-conserve natin siya sa prior studies, hindi na sa college studies natin. So that it would also lighten the workload sa mga college students natin. Hindi sila sobrang nababagsakan, hindi sila masyado nahihirapan. And nakafocus na talaga sila sa program nila. And may maganda distribution ng subjects natin. So yeah, K-12 is not just there to help K-12 students alone, but also the college students. So it makes for me, the education system overall or generally improved or more effective if ever man. So next, ayun, uh, again, it would be, it would make the curriculum pro student kasi it would uh, hopefully lean on onto learning rather than just passing or rather than just studying and graduating but meron talagang learning na nangyari kasi pro student and it's po, it's more flexible it's more and students that encourages learning rather than just passing or submission or whatever it gets you so yeah next is how can we also implement k 12 or how can we make k 12 successful is that proper government support na support in a way na magkakaroon tayo ng enough classrooms enough teachers enough or adequate compensation for these educators fair and uh, you know alam nyo before kasi ever since alam nyo advocate talaga for education especially remote education and learning 
education must be free. For me, ha? Ito, iba, iba pang topic siguro natin yung advoca- advocacy ko for education. But yeah, for me, education must be free. Education must be accessible. Education education for all. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm getting in touch with my old spirit wow. <laughs> of advocacy. Mga ganyan-ganyang era natin. Shit. Okay, anyway. Sana may proper government support. Not just... Sup- kasi... Ito ah, personally ah, and I may be wrong on this, ang nakikita ko lang kasing government support talaga is ano eh, yung voucher eh. Kasi, ayun nga, issue sa atin is mas dagdag ano siya, mas dagdag pasanin siya sa mga magulang, di ba? Two extra two years. So, anong, ano to combat this? Vouchers. afternoon meron pa ba? Siguro meron pero hindi ko alam or hindi masyado napapansin, di ba? So, yeah, sana... Uh, proper, adequate compensation sa teachers, enough number of teachers, enough number of classrooms, and enough and good uh, education system. Ganyan. Proper government support in general for this K-12. Hindi lang yung parang basta may support, basta may ganto ganyan. Ganito. <laughs> Joke lang. So, yeah. Okay, alam, feeling ko alam ko na yung next topic natin. Free education for all. Wow! Advocacy ko talaga yun, guys. Free education for all. Ganyan shit. Man, dami ko. May thread pa ako sa Twitter before, no? Na parang ano. Anyway. Also, aside from this, si side note ko lang. Alam nyo ba, another advocacy ko is proper transportation sa Philippines. Gusto kong ma-improve yung transportation natin kasi this is for the working class naman. Pangit naman kasi talaga ng transportation natin sa <laughs> Philippines. So, yeah, on thing side note and criticism lang. Okay, next, uh, yeah, that's just voucher, ganyan, uh, proper government support. Sinusundan ko yung, ano, yung talking points ko na ako kasi medyo late na rin eh. So, gusto ko na rin matapos and medyo masakit na rin yung lalamunan ko. Kanina pa ako nagsasalita. I'm speaking for at least one to one thirty. <laughs> one hour and thirteen minutes na. Anyway, next is proper government intervention. Like what I said earlier, Sana may intervention tayo from governments that can mandate businesses, that can mandate corporations. And ano. And also, I get the reservations for the siguro ng businesses and corporations. Bakit yung mandate For example, kung hindi naman maganda yung quality ng student turnout, di ba? So, uh, parang para siyang ano eh, domino or hindi naman domino, stages. So, proper government intervention, for example, to require businesses and corporations to accept or to prefer students na walang college education or fresh senior high or K-12 students for entry-level jobs than college education. And yung mga may college education, siguro, siguro okay siya for higher roles. Pero entry-level jobs, okay na dapat siya and wala na dapat requirement ng college education for K-12 students or students that can take that took senior high school or K-12 education na hindi pa kayang mag-further studies now. So, of course, ito uh, naman, magkakaroon ng issue sa corporations or businesses kasi magtatanggap sila for example, pero ang concern nila is yung competency. Now, it's on the responsibility or obligation na ng government to make sure that the student quality turnout, the student turnout quality rather, is best or is efficient or is competent talaga, is maganda talaga. You have to, they have to assure, they have 
they have to assure the businesses and the corporations, whatever, na yung mga graduate talaga ng K-12 is hindi lang experiment and hindi lang ano, but nasanay talaga or napulido talaga na maganda talaga yung student quality. And in order to do this and in order for the government to assure the businesses na magandang quality and students is to have a good education system or have a good education reform, ganyan-ganyan, and ma-assure na maganda ang quality ng education natin. Not just, it's not just designed for the sake of submission, for the sake of compliance ng student, but is aimed or designed for learning talaga na may matututunan and may masasanay. May nasasanay, may napupulidong students. Actually, hindi may napupulidong students. Napupulido talaga yung mga students or nasasanay talaga yung mga students. So, it's on their responsibility or obligation as the government to, you know, to make sure na maganda yung quality education natin. Actually, dito napapasok, ayan, education talaga yung pag-usapan natin. Advocacy natin yan, guys. <laughs> Joke lang. Okay, um, nagpapasok na dito yung topic na ano eh, yung parang declare education crisis. Now, actually, before, nung as in uh, active ako sa advocacy for education, I'm actually one of the people then one of the people then na gusto ko nang gusto na ring i-declare na may education crisis tayo here in the Philippines kasi eto feeling ko ah uh, ayan nasa sakop na to ng other topic natin which is the advocacy for education eh pero isa side note ko lang rin for me kasi medyo nakaka-disappoint naman na kasi talaga yung turnout and hindi mo masisisi yung students if ever, uh, ganun yung magiging kalabasan na quality or whatever. Kasi it's not their fault. It's the system's fault. It's the government's fault, if ever, man. Kasi yun, uh, must be honest, minsan nadidisappoint ako na, for example, college student na, pero hindi pa rin marunong talaga mag-English. Hindi pa rin marunong mag-form ng proper grammar, even Tagalog may mga ano na, may mga high school, if I'm not mistaken, na hindi pa marunong magbasa. Hindi pa marunong mag-divide, mag-plus, mag-minus. And I wish I am kidding. And I wish I could give you ano talaga, pero ayun, hindi naman yun ang uh, sole topic natin. So, my claims have to be substantiated. Pero siguro, other episodes na natin sa substantiate, yun, 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 our claims. Pero as far as I know, these things are happening na. So, I am also one of the people na gusto ko na rin, uh, gusto, na nagsusupport declaring education crisis na in the Philippines. Kasi ayun, we have to combat this. And if I'm not mistaken, di ba parang lumabas na nga tayo sa, lumabas ata tayo sa ano eh, parang incomprehension, ano, parang we... Uh, we showed poor results as a country dun sa comprehension survey or comprehension rank or ra- uh, ranking countries by comprehension if I'm not mistaken. Ganyan, ganyan. So, it's very disappointing yung mga results. Kaya, yeah, it's one of my standing din in the past. And which, sana magin touch, read in touch ko ulit. Ano. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Ayun, tapos ko na yung ano, yung talking points natin. That's just my frustrations of an incoming fourth year student and talking about or discussing the issue of K to 12 and tertiary education in the Philippines. So, ayun guys, I hope you guys had fun and I hope you guys 
were able to listen to this podcast. Sobrang haba na podcast. 19 hours or shit. And medyo napapagod na rin ako. So, yeah. I hope you guys had fun again. And may natutunan or like, wow, natutunan. Ano ko? Source of wisdom, Charla. <laughs> may, uh, yeah, we induced or invoked thoughts and discussions in this episode. So, I really appreciate that you guys were able, if ever man, were able to reach this part of the podcast. One hour and 20 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. Yun lang. I hope I will see you guys next time. Ayun. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.